from San Antonio, Texas to Washington, D.C. You're listening to On Wax the Podcast. I'm LJ. And this is Jay Hen. You can listen to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. And if you haven't already, follow at On Wax the Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Make sure you listen to the podcast weekly. Because you don't want to miss who we put on wax. Wax, wax, wax! And again, keep in mind that me and LJ are like 12. One, either you made it, or two, you're fucked. I'm not doing it on Sunday. I'm sorry. Chapoli! I'm going to exaggerate the fuck out of this. So we had one coach who had a permanent heart on all the time. <laughs> yeah, this shit's kind of annoying, Wee! though, but yeah. I'm buying your ass a thong. Who would win right now, you or 55-year-old Jackie Chan? I'm about to throw the fuck up. He wants that little dick. Say it's the biggest fight of the year. They may be the best team in the NBA. Fun facts for you about dating. I think different women like different things. Not told anybody about this story in my life. On wax. Hey yo, this is Jay Hen, and right now you're listening to On Wax the Podcast. I got a very special guest in the building. This motherfucker is, A, a he's my motherfucking barber, that's for one. Number two, he has one of the most incredible stories that I've ever heard in my entire life. And number three, this dude's dope as fuck. My boy Andre, what up? What's up, Jonathan? Uh, man, so let me give you the quick backstory about how I met Andre in the first place. Um, it was COVID. COVID hit, what, like uh, mid-March-ish? Last year. And nobody was cutting. Nobody was cutting. Uh, everything, all the barbers were closed. I was cutting my own shit. I had one of my good friends cut me up. Wasn't great. And I was looking on Booksy. You said it was Booksy, right? Yes, sir. And I was at this apartment downtown, and I was looking to, for people near me, and I came across you. And I was like, fuck it, let me, let me give him a call. And the first cut, I don't know if you remember this, the first cut, I was asking some crazy questions to you. And, and I couldn't believe how open you were, how transparent you were, how talkative you were, how articulate you were. After like getting to know your story, I was like, God damn, this motherfucker is an intelligent motherfucking Mexican dude right here, man. This dude's dope. Um, and and we since that day, I think I think that day I told you I had a podcast and I was like, man, I think I think your story would, you know, be dope. I was like, man, I gotta get you on. About a year later, we finally got you on, and, you know, we want to definitely talk about, like, you growing up in San Antonio, some of the trials and tribulations that you had, and where you are today, because even the the year that I've known you, I've seen, like, just as, you know, a professional barber, I've seen so much growth, and I definitely want to talk about some of the growth, you know, some of your, you know, motivations, some some of your, like, you know, some, some of the inspirations that you have to keep, you know, a level head. And I think I think for, for the most part, I think it's like a pretty motivating story. So I'm going to now pass the mic to you. You are from San Antonio, right? What school did you go to? Uh, high school? Yeah, high school. I mean, that's my public school, but I spent most of my high school years in alternative. Alternative school? In trouble. I was in trouble. Boy, I know about alternative school. Uh, I've, I've been to alternative school. All, most of my years. If, if that dropped out in 10th grade. Um so you didn't graduate high school? Didn't graduate, but I got my GED on my own, not court order. Um, at the age of 19, uh, in the year 2007. And um, 
I didn't see what I didn't see myself doing to what I to, I didn't see myself doing what I thought I would what I am today basically. So let's talk about you what you are today. You're a full time barber. You barber. Uh, of course, you cut up the guys. You now cutting females hair. You dying hair. Is there anything you can't do? Uh, there's a lot I can't do actually, but uh, but bro, there's very little that I don't believe I can do. You know that I have a lack of belief. In my ability to do it, no. That that's another thing that I like. Your ambition to learn shit, like you're not afraid of a challenge. Like I said, maybe at one point you did, but like it feels like lately the uh, the focus has been on the females' hair, cutting the females' hair, the dying. So like the now growth. that you kind of mat mastered the guys' hair, now you're kind of dipping your foot into the you know getting in other lanes. Exactly. Um, that's what I believe a life is all about. You know, um, different endeavors, um, growth. Learning, um, I mean, life is, I, I don't want to get all philosophical, but, you know. <laughs> now, that's, that's what's crazy about you, too, is, like, you come off as such a nice guy, and, and when you say that in high school, you were in alternative school, we're about to jump into after high school, like, why do you, it feels like, like, does, does tr- trouble follow you? Like, how do you always seem to get in trouble when you're such a nice, like, well-mannered, friendly dude? You know, now that you put it like that, um, I find that to be a very interesting question because I never really thought about that. Um, I was always baffled that I uh, always wound up getting into trouble with the law and I always justified those actions, my actions. But um, at the end of all, at the end of it all, I don't know whether I blame it on upbringing um, being a product of environment, being a product of my environment, I don't know if I, if I, am a circumstance, a victim of circumstance. I just know that, that um, I just know that as much adversity as I faced, as much trouble as I found myself in, that um, I never lost hope, and that's the one thing that kept me holding on to. Comparing myself to others around me, my family to others around me, my my situation and circumstances to other others around me, and I knew that I could have that and obtain it if I if I wanted it bad enough. Right, and and let's let's talk about the first. This is the craziest. This is this is a crazy story to me. So like, I want I want to dive into the time that you said. So you had went to prison for a total of how many years? For a total of ten and a half. And how old are you now? 33. So, since 18, the majority of your adult life has been in prison. Correct. And so, the the way you explained it to me, because again, you've, you've told me this story before, but the way you you've told the story was, you and your homeboy, and you stopped me and you, you finished, were driving around, and this was not a planned thing, your, your first incident. No, no, no. This was completely spontaneous. Like, spontaneous. Yes. Yeah, like... What, right here, just whatever, like pull over, and he's probably like, "What the fuck? Like, what are we doing right now?" Right? Like, well, there was a, there was... And, and and if you can, just because, uh, like, I knew the streets. Like, give a vivid look Picture. of the story, yeah, of like streets and because I I remembered some of the the landmarks that you were telling me about. Okay, uh, in San Antonio in, two, in the year two thousand eight, in the month of July, um, I was twenty years old, um. I made my income uh, selling drugs. Um, I had one child already. 
um, because of the lifestyle I was involved in, I uh, found myself um, in certain places around certain people. And one day I wake up, bro, I was chilling with some people. I was chilling with some people one night um, after having gotten an argument with my, my baby mom at the time. Went to a, a homeboy's house. Basically, I had fun. Then I blacked out. Woke up the next day. Um, missing a few hundred dollars in cash, both my cell phones, all my drugs. Um, then I was determined to find uh, out where it was. So by that point, I was desperate. And um, having been desperate, I made s- some pretty rough choices. I was uh, over there on the northwest side, over there at Grissom and Timber Path. And um, my first option, my first choice, because I've never been a jack boy before. Uh, my, homeboy, my homeboy who was with me definitely was. But uh, my first choice was to go pawn something of value to get the money and, and invest it into some product so I can then flip it right. and get it back out. But it didn't work out like that. Um, on the way to the pawn shop, it was a Sunday too, by the way, July fifteenth, I believe, twenty twenty, and um, not twenty twenty, no twenty eight, two thousand eight. Right. So uh, so we're on our way to the pawn shop, but it was a Sunday past seven. Once I looked at the clock in the car, we're on Timber Path. It was actually my mom and. This white girl who was with us, uh, a friend of his and him. So it was two of us, two guys and two girls. When I realized it was past seven, my mind registered that all the pawn shops closed. So the only thing I had with me at the time was a, a BB gun and uh, my homeboy. I said, you ready? We've seen these four guys parked out front. But did y'all talk about this prior? No, hell no. At all. No, no. This was the thought. This this just registered in my mind as soon as I saw them. It was like <laughs> an opportunity, window of opportunity. No. Like, I mean, what else? What other cho- choices and options do I have? But like, what made you think you needed money that night? What? Why couldn't you wait for the pawn shop on Monday? That's funny, bro. But I'm telling you, like, that's how I am. So to to ask me that that takes that takes me in so many other places in my head that where I, I wake up every day, all day, thinking like I need something. You see what I'm saying? I right. act as though I need it. Like this needs to get done, but in all actuality, it doesn't. So right, that's right. the type of person I am. I you know it needed right. to be done. And um yeah. Uh, as, as quick as I lost, I wanted to uh, bounce back, recuperate. You know what I'm saying? Uh, recover. Um, I don't like to waste time. And not only that, I wanted answers. And I was just desperate. Like I said, drugs were involved. Um, it was a lot of things. So you pull, you tell your boy, are you ready? He obviously says, yeah, let's do it. Quick. Not in a heartbeat. We pulled out. Um, or we pulled in. Got out. Just me and him. The two women stayed in the car. Got out. And this is kind of, you said it's kind of by the skate park, right? It was, was a skate park. It was across the street from the skate across park the at, at the, the electrical park. building, the, right. blue, the blue one. And uh, he had the BB gun, brandished it, uh, scared him, did all the antics. And, uh, and I just. What, four, four kids? Three kids? There was four. Uh, they were all about the same age as me, all of them. There, there were four. I actually recognized a couple from school. And uh, and um, we patted. It's, it's a long story, bro. I'm not going to lie. Uh <sighs> We hemmed them up. Uh, I, I, this one dude had an MP3 player on at the time. At the time, that was hot. No, before right, all the other stuff came out. Yeah. So I uh, put the Sony, uh, Samsung MP3 player in my pocket, pat him down, no money. He he got a wad, a wad of cash off this other dude out of his wallet. The dude cried for his wallet, threw it back in his face, and uh, we left the other two alone. We didn't even bother with them. Got in the car, counted the cash, 800 broke $800 my, cash. Broke my mom off 100 Um, Spent the next seven years in prison. So hold on. So... The story you gave me, and we don't need to go into full depth. Exactly. But they end up following you to get your location, right? Yeah. So y'all leave. 
they get back in their car, they follow you, they call the cops, that's how you get caught. Yeah, um, like I said, I wasn't a professional jack boy, so right. I mean, I didn't know all the all the ropes to pull. So as as he gave him the wallet back, um, we left. It turns out in the police report after I had checked it out for Senator County that uh, they followed us, called so, it in. Oh, you didn't even know at the time. No, we didn't even know at the time. Oh, okay. I didn't find out until I was already locked up. I got you. And uh, so they followed us, uh, called it in, saw us, stopped at the corner store, filled up the tank, buy a case of beer. They lost us because I took the back streets on Les Harrison to my house. So, so you, you get caught, you get sentenced to seven and a half years. This is one of the questions that Man, not only you, but like in general, because I just want to know, like, the feelings, the emotion. It is, because I, I can only compare your prison story to movies, right? Like, that's the only thing I can go off of is, in the movies, this is, like, do you ride, like, one of those school buses with other inmates chained up kind of type thing to a a prison? Is that how it works? Where? From wherever, like I guess it's oh, a in, county in, jail. In, you're asking locked up. Do you do you ride like that? Right, like from a, from a jail to like the like actual that? prison. Yeah. It's like a school bus full of other inmates. Uh, often, though, especially if you're uh, uh, receiving some type of medical attention attention that they can only give you at the hospital right. um, instead of on the facility. Um, not all the time. Uh, if you're going to court, um, well, in the county, but not all the time do they put you in shackles. But every time they put Handcuffs. you in cuffs. Yeah, and sometimes you'll be cuffed by yourself. But most times you'll be cuffed with somebody else. Do you remember exactly how you were feeling when the judge says seven and a half years or whatever the case was exactly? She, gave, she once she said eight years to Texas Department of Correctional Correctional uh, Justice. Oh. When did it hit? Like holy fuck! No, no, right then in that moment. Okay. Right then in that moment, bro, my heart dropped. You know what I'm saying? Dropped. Like was I'm, it more or less than you thought you were gonna get? Like did, did your people tell you like, hey, it's gonna be a lot less or a lot more? It was not. It was not what I thought I was gonna get at all. I thought, I, thought I, was, I thought I was gonna get probation. Right. I okay. didn't think I was gonna have to go to prison. Right. Because when you told me the story, I was like, to me, and this is me being serious, like eight years for that shit mm-hmm. to me gone, yeah. seems like a fuck ton. Yeah. That seems like a lot. So you you thinking like I'm gonna pull this like kind of petty crime? Bounce back. No one's going to find out. Then when you do get caught, you're like, ah, fuck it. Okay. Slap on the wrist type of shit. I'll be back. Eight years. Do you remember, like, like okay, well, I mean, obviously, maybe maybe I don't want to speak for you, but, like, were you, like, terrified? Because you're not a big dude, right? Like, give, like what are you, 5'7"? Five, 5'9". Five, nine. Five, nine? Okay, no. taller than I thought. But 5'9", uh, what, 160? 170? About. Yeah. So you're not a big dude, like, when Shit. you're on that At the prison. time I was 130 Oh okay yeah, So you're a lot smaller uh, At the time yeah. Like I would, Me personally like, I'd be terrified Terrified Is this ever like A thought like Holy fuck Like I don't know If I'm gonna survive Like Like What were your thoughts On that bus Going to prison Were you Were you like Hopeful Were you uh, Like Well see Mind you Okay And I'm just uh, I'm gonna rewind a little bit but answer your question while doing that, uh, in doing so. Bro, all my life, I've kind of had to grow accustomed to change. So on the way to prison, uh, this is just another one of those things that I knew that um, I may not be familiar with, but I'm about to get familiar with it real quick. So that's kind of how that, that feeling so was. So you weren't really that scared? You just, uh, I, you I was a very you're... timid individual and I didn't, I, I was always, I was not a fighter. You know what right. I'm saying? So yeah, I, 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 w- I wouldn't say fear though either. You know, it really was ever present. 
Um, if ever there is fear, it's more of a, a fear of self-preservation, you know, a fight for your life. And I, once I got there, I, I saw how it really was. But prior to getting there, uh, all you really know off, all you really have to go off of is what you see in the movies and hear from people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's all so, I'm yeah. going off of. Right. Yeah. And which is crazy. So you get there. Um, is it okay, man? I'm, I'm gonna ask questions as if I don't know, cause I don't know. Like, do they do they get all of your personal belongings at that time and like book them in a bag like you see and like? Uh, like did you get done, anything all, back when all, you left? All that's done. Uh, Prior. When they, when, yeah, when you're already in the county jail. So when you finally get transferred from one facility to another, uniform. they transfer it there, or it's just um, they can have your people pick it up. Either one. Okay. Okay. So you're in prison and a couple. I'm not gonna like deep dive into prison, but there's a couple things that I want to talk to you about. Dale. Is that where you learned how to cut hair? No, no. So you cut hair prior? Yeah, I've been cutting since I was 14, bro. Okay, uh, okay. So that's not new to you. No, not at all. But um, but this is the craziest story about that is you said that you I, were one hell of a barber in prison. Yes. But you didn't have the equipment that you do now, right? What did you say? You had a, a and comb razor. and a razor. Correct. And you would give the same type of cuts as you gave me today, right? Uh, not at first, I had to develop the technique needed to make that happen. So that took time. So yeah, over time, while in prison, I uh, acquired the, uh, eventually the skill needed to uh, make those cuts in there just as equal to, if not better, than they are out here. So with that... Without the tools they use out here. And I think I've asked you this question, but I, I forgot the answer. You're not supposed to cut. Actually, um, they do have... Um, Jobs that they hand out to people and barbers is one of those job titles that a person can get without which, being licensed. Without being licensed, just okay. um, just uh, in order to be in order to be an officer barber though. On the other hand, you have to be licensed. But I, they still made me an officer barber, which is a funny funny thing because do you uh, have a uh, like a preference? Do you have like hey I, I want to do like la- what is, what are the jobs? There's laundry, I'm assuming. Oh yeah, actually, um, bar- like a barber is one of the good ones, bro. Because right, you, have, you practically have the keys to the city. You can go anywhere. Um, but man, do you have like a preference sheet though, or you just happen to get the? Bar no, bar? no, uh, because I I have already de- had I so already developed. Him, a, hey. Yeah, that's what I was shooting for, even though I didn't have my license. And sure enough, eventually, persistence, bro, persistence pays every time. I that's one thing. In and out. Yeah, in and out. That's one thing right. that's that's always proven itself. So um, I just I just bugging them, poking them, poking them, pestering them. Hey, uh, I need the job. I need the job. So I'm, when I would get in trouble, that would uh, relinquish me of any privileges I had. Um, but when I stay out of trouble, eventually I'd get that job back. So most of those 10 and a half years I did spend cutting hair, but a good chunk of that, um, I wasn't, um, with the barber's license, but that still didn't stop me from cutting hair. I'd still find a way to make it happen because a lot of people needed me, you know? Right. And, uh, you got visits, you got people fucking with officers, you know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) so that happens. Yeah. All day. So there's female officers and how does that happen? Or like, did you paint? I'm, I'm not saying you did or you didn't, but like, do they just like cut a corner is it like something where they like have like is it obvious can like are they in the cell and you, you what, can look in you there or how, how does what, that happen it don't matter whether you're in prisoner or in an insane, an insane asylum or in the world right here with a bunch of civilized people you put one man and one woman of the opposite sex together oh, for sure. long enough and you know listen <laughs> listen I'm telling you this and, and I mean this joking but not joking like when people say this like bro Kim Car- me and Kim Kardashian, yeah. I'm using her as an example, yes. but like, she could be in this room with us, uh, I don't know, maybe a month go by, maybe, maybe? Not even. I, I'm about to say, I'll be humble right now, yeah. Like, two weeks, like, it doesn't matter who the fuck it is, yeah. you're right. 
I mean, it, it, or vice versa. This is funny though. It could be an ugly ass bitch where in my head I'm like, hell no, I ain't exactly. fucking with this bitch. You're going to lower your standards. It yes. goes by. Because me and LJ, shout out to my boy LJ. He's the guy going to Miami with us. But um, he's my co host, by the way. But um, we talk about it all the time. Like, how long? Like, she could be gross. And we'd ask each other as boys, like, fucking around, like, how long until you fuck? And he'd be like, eh, three months, four months. Like, we, we joke like that, but it's true. Like, and it could be a bad bitch. Like, long story short, like, like you said, one man, one feet. Oh, for sure. Cigarette. He asked yeah. if he gonna like this motherfucker. Up, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You in here or outside? Right here. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. We got some Budweisers or some Bud Light. My bad. He wants to smoke some. Yeah, let's do this. This, this is what we do, baby. Yeah. But yeah, you 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 got a good point. I mean, it's I'll like smoke some of this in a little bit, but wait. Some of that green. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean the the point is is like you're right. So like the female, but it's cause and effect, bro. All over all over the place. But like, have you seen it? Have you just hear about it? Is it just hearsay for you? Like, mm, I seen it with my own eyes. Fucking. Oh no, not the no, not 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 the sex, but oh. but bro, you can tell. You know what I'm saying? God damn. And when it comes, okay, we're well, we're talking about that real quick. And this is I actually had my own. This is like a you had a female in there. Yes. And she was a guard. Or I, didn't, she? I did not fuck, but it's easy, bro. Uh, you got to understand uh, a large turnover rate of the officers. Flowing through the te- Texas prison systems, um, are very young. Um, a lot of more women too, and and those young women are very vulnerable, bro. Um, oh, I bet. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, nice. And you pulled you a little, 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 little breezy. Yeah, from Divine Texas. All right, how the how the Divine Texas? So like, this. I mean, shit. I'm off the rails, but just because we're gonna tackle the whole sexual thing real quick. A lot of people jacking off, masturbating in there, in the showers, in beds. Bro, like, in public. Like, no, in public. Yes. I, I, that I have fucking seen. Witness, yeah. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, yes. Man, me and a friend were talking about it because uh, it's funny because like, we were talking about getting you on and I was telling him some of the topics that I wanted to talk to you about. And we were talk- we just happened to talk about jacking off in there. And I was like, man, like, how long do you think until you jack off in there? I was like, probably a solid like... Four or five months? He's like, you think you can go four or five months? And I was like, in prison, you would assume so. But like, people like, they're just open as fuck about it. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. Um, Some are. And okay. I'll actually get a lot more than you realize are. Uh, Well, you, you'll, you'll soon see that. You'll soon find out. Um, God forbid. But, um, yeah, Um, some people... Well, some people actually like have a very uh, sick um, fetish of sorts to where they, they they jack off while they're looking at the officers and stuff. Like I don't even want to get into that. Like it's just, just it's sick. But like so again, now this question is going more but, so into the movies. But like, but men have sex urges, yes, and uh, some of them. Um, mm-hmm. But just everywhere. everywhere, showers, bed, out in the open, just anything well, well, and everything. Not out, out in the open. It's not like. I'm just saying I've seen an individual, but but right. it's not like that like all over the place. So when you're in prison, for the most part, it's just a place of um, that you want to carry um, yourself with nothing but respect and uh, and 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 things like that. There's rules. It's it's a whole other world. Yeah. Well, f- hopefully we we dive into that. Um, again, this is based off the movies, but like, is there a lot of people getting raped and a lot of shit like that happening? Well, ever if, since, um, if you disobey, like, like you said, it's a whole different world out there. It is. Um, I have heard a lot of stories. I've, uh, um, 
spoken to a lot of people. Um, ever since Priya went into effect, um, what which is, is this? Priya is a the Prison Rape Elimination Act, which was oh, a fe, which was a federal law or, or a law period that has been passed um, for the purpose of um, clamping down on all the rape that was going on. So uh, after the year two or after the year that had went into effect, which I believe was after I had already got incarcerated, two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Oh, dope. Um, nice. Um, everything had simmered down. And um, you don't hear as much about any of that as possible, especially on the smaller units. But on the bigger units, it is still heard of. Um, but yeah, um, it happened. It has happened, most definitely. Um, it might even still happen. So not as much. Exactly. But in the bigger prisons, probably a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, the gang gang life. I definitely got to talk to you about gang life in Texas prisons, just in prisons in general, like in the movies, obviously. And again, that's all, all I'm going off of is there's the white gang. There's the black gang. There's the Mexican gang. Actually, there are several of each. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So there's like Mexican mafia. There's a tango blast. There's it, it is it is sadly, and I say sadly because this is my opinion, but very segregated in prison. Um, too many people either have already carried with them or have developed afterwards um, the mindset of a uh, of like. They just categorize everything. Not not everybody looks past color and or, or differences. You see what I'm saying? Right. So, well, like, don't, like I would almost feel like, and, and you you stop me where I'm wrong because I know I'm gonna be wrong. But like, if I was in, like, I would feel like I had to choose. Like that's like you said, we're going based on movies. So anybody that's hadn't been to prison, the only thing that we can think of is movies, and that's that's every movie. Every yeah. single movie is you got to pick a side, and that's the side you got to ride with. And a certain stigma there. And you know what? I, I had a I hadn't got to this with you, but it's a good topic. I was uh I was watching these YouTube videos. Like I said, I'm so like infatuated with the prison life and afterlife of prison. This guy said he was Puerto Rican and he he was in the Mexican gang at first. And he said the Mexicans didn't like Puerto Ricans. Mexicans and Puerto Ricans were beefing and the Mexicans would treat him worse than they would treat their own kind, obviously. So he ended up joining the black gang because they treated him better in there, like you're saying there's there's all types of gangs. Yes, there is. And um, there's even rules put in place to where certain organizations cannot um, too much affiliate um, to a certain degree with the other ones. For example, you can't even so much as eat with another um, uh, race. Um, even if you got along. Even if you um, got al- Even if you had them as your celly. But, but a lot of uh, people uh, would still, um, you know, make a... a Exceptions to the rule, right? Know? But uh, it, it's it's common. Well, it's how common. about this? Like in in some of these movies too. Like sometimes, have you ever seen where like some of the prisoners are actually more powerful than the actual prison itself? Yes, uh, and 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 that's so true. But a lot of people um for either don't realize it or 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 forget that that you have to understand the ratio for like prison uh in um prison staff to inmates is um. So it's crazy. More. It's crazy because more, there's, there, the inmates do hold a lot of power, and, and certain inmates um, hold a lot of influence. And those inmates, you know, those are the ones that um, you just, or not you, but those are the ones that are, are you can they stand out. Um, for the ones that have a lot of, I can't. Basically, the inmates, inmate, or even the prison staff does fear certain inmates. Put it like that. Right. Yeah. For their own life. Um. Not maybe so. Even yeah. Maybe maybe so. Okay. Um, 
Did you ever feel like you needed to join a gang to survive your, your sentence? Never, but I did join a gang. And uh, after a couple of years... I would just say, but that was not your first thought, was I need to join this to need, survive? No, not at all, never. I've never been affiliated with a gang in the world um, to survive. I didn't feel like I, I needed to, but I did show up. But I did show up. Lucy Landlord would like to talk. But I did show up with the uh, preconceived notion that that might be um, required of me and until I until I sat in the county and then I, I spoke to a couple of other people before I went to prison. Mind you, each time. So I did 10 and a half years incarcerated, but two of those years was in the county jail. Gotcha. And um, and the rest was in prison. Well, what's easier, the county jail or prison? Is that a dumb question? Uh, no, that's not a dumb question. Um, Actually, that there, there's a difference of opinion. Um, to that question, I, I hear that. Yeah, that's why I ask. Um, they say county is hard time because you don't know what you're yet, what you're, what you have yet to Sentence. receive. Yeah, gotcha. you don't know what's gonna happen. It's a lot of anxiety, a lot of uncertainties, a lot of worries and doubts. When you get to prison, boom, you already got your, you already, you you, are, you already got a number set, so you kind of like move forward with a plan. You know what I'm saying? You know what? Uh, speaking about that, because that video that I was watching, that I was saying about the Puerto Rican guy. How how uh, informed are you of when you're going to be released? Because this guy said that he didn't even know he was going to get released until the day of. The day of that guy, right, you're done. Oh, actually, you do not know when you're going to get released unless it depends. Like state jail is day for day, so you have a release date. Um, in prison, you actually have um, a parole eligibility date. So when you're eligible for parole, it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to give it to you. They can set you off still and keep, uh, sit your ass down for a little longer and then let you out uh, or, or not even let you out. Let you come back up for parole uh, on, for that next day they set you off till. When you come back up, they could deny you again. Is there a last minimum sentence. sentence of that? No, there's no minimum sentence. They can set you off all the, indefinitely. Did you? And there's uh, so many reasons were why. Were you eligible for parole? Yeah, eligible for parole at the time that I um, basically aggravated sentences, vi- uh, uh, violent sentences, charges. They uh, got to do at least fifty percent of their time. Other people, non-ag, they they do a small percentage of their time before they're eligible for parole. But once you're eligible, it still doesn't mean you're gonna get it. They can still set you off, set you off, set you off, set you off, and you end up doing. Um, it it it's it sucks because the inmate or the the person, the individual locked up, still doesn't know when they're gonna get out. They just know a max release date. So that's right. what it's like. Worst case scenario. Worst case scenario, I'll have to do eight years. They gotcha. can't keep me longer than that regardless. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, that was me. But whatever number they gave Is me. behavior a huge portion of that? Actually, uh, no, bro. I'm going to tell you why. Because <sighs> there are people in there and I've heard it time and time again and I've even spoke to people who said they were a victim of this circumstance. Right. Um, that um, you can be Scott clean and they will set you off just for simply... Um, the reason simply being the manipulation, manipulating the system. So um, they think that you you're so smart and conniving and 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 criminal mind crim, criminal minded criminal minded that that um you did that on purpose. It's strategic and they, they think you need to sit down a little longer. You know what I'm saying? Damn, yes. I never heard of that. Yes. Yes. God damn. Manipulating the system. <laughs> So, so uh, just because you stay out of trouble doesn't mean you're going to get out. No. Real quick, uh, before we jump into later life, um, commissary, people have cell phones in there. Like, you see pictures and shit that people have cell phones in there. Like, different foods. Like, what what can you... Can, is there, like, vending machines? Like, because people can send you money, right? Is that right? People can send you, like, uh, shit, right? Like, uh, cards and stuff. Like, am I got this all wrong? Uh, no, you don't. Uh, but I can enlighten you on a lot. Uh, 
cigarettes, right? Like, no, no, no. Uh, actually, yeah, yes. But what I'm saying is that um, because not just women, but the prison staff in general as a whole, um, because a lot of them are ordinary humans, bro. Um, humans are susceptible to becoming very vulnerable if um, um, if certain things align themselves in place. Well, so for example, in prison, bro, it's, it's an entirely different world. Like I said, uh, commissary is only another form of currency. Um, um, commissary is almost essential to the point where like uh, the meals in, them, in, in and of themselves provided to you by the state um, aren't really enough. So you do go hungry. Um, and Texas uh, alone, the state, uh, in comparison to all the others, uh, basically has legalized slavery. So you don't get um, you don't get any type of compensate monetary compensation for any of your labor and all the jobs not that a penny. they pro- not a penny. Um, and that has changed long ago. I don't want to get too deep into that, but um, it, it didn't used to always be like that. Yeah, it is, I thought it is you like got that paid. now. Yeah, uh, federal federal facilities get paid even so in you, Texas. Now you get paid. No, no, you don't. Oh, you don't still no. get don't get paid. Federal facilities do. Gotcha. It, even within Texas. But state doesn't. But like, what kind of stuff can you get? Uh, stuff. Um, chips. Uh, oh, on commissary. Yeah, man, very limited. It's a, it's a, it's a small list. Well, if you have a lot of money, uh, everything gets sold real quick. You know. Um, is there any some fucking like what's the craziest shit that you made? Like, bro, you make you make a lot of stuff. Like ramen. You, is there ramen in there? There's ramen noodle soups, but you you can make cakes out of cookies and pastries. You can make and they sell, and that's a hustle in and of itself. I've seen people, you make it, sell it to your inmates. Yeah, yeah, but of course, you know uh, how good you are uh, matters. <laughs> yeah. So people are gonna come to you if they see you're very sanitary with your your business. Yeah, you you perform you you conduct yourself just like you would in any other any other place of, of right, of, of just like your own business. Profession. Yeah, right. You know, so so the better you are at at at, um, at baking. No, not even. The better you are at presenting yourself as a professional, right. uh, very considerate of the people as a whole, then then the the more likely you are to succeed, you know, or to profit, you know. Nice. <laughs> now, uh, it y'all like, but hold, but let me expound. Uh, as for the other stuff, like I said, the officers. Um, are the ones that cell phones shit like that that's how the other stuff gets in the stuff that is not allowed in that's how the other stuff gets in and, and it gets in it definitely does drugs uh, drugs cigarettes phones uh, so do they not get checked sexual favors uh, all that um, the hand jobby uh, todo everything <laughs> <laughs> nice uh, what was your, what's your, what's your question? Uh, shit uh but but money oh. talks. Money talks. Now, mind you, you can actually obtain some of those things without money. But money does move people, bro. Right, so, right, right. Uh, so, basically, you can pretty much still enjoy a lot of luxuries that are not meant to be enjoyed in prison um, if you want it bad enough. Right. Uh, or maybe if you just got the, the gift of gab, you know. Right, it's just, right, right. You can get it. <laughs> yeah, you can get it. Like, know? is there a lot of uh, you don't like necessarily weapons need money. and shit that you make out of you, fucking you, scratch? What kind of weapons did you see out of scratch? Like, what's some crazy shit, like, out of toothbrushes? I don't know, you tell you me. You can make a shank out of a newspaper. That's what I'm talking about, yeah, shit yes. like that. Uh, things, bro, uh, Hot water and chocolate, you know, no, like, like what do you yeah, make out of hot water it's and crazy, chocolate? Bro. That, uh, you would just assume uh, the chocolate. Uh, fill, a, fill a sock with dominoes. Uh, okay, yeah, that, know, that, uh, that makes sense. Uh, things like that. Uh, throw a lock in a sock, you know, just uh, so you have access to locks and shit. Yeah, locks are for are meant for the lockers, but they right, can be very dangerous. Do you have a locker in your cell? Yes. Oh, okay. okay. And and the lock is for you know 
So your inmate. Yes. So you had you shared a, a cell with somebody. But even locks can be broken. <laughs> oh, for sure, yeah. right? For sure. I've seen that. No. You, how, did you have any like crazy cellmates? Some people that you just could not stand, or for the most part, you got along with them. Um, for the most part, I got along. That's just because of the type of person I am. But you will not get along with everybody, and that's just the way of the world. But um, I've only got into a fight with one of my cellies out of I can't even tell you how many. I probably had at least a hundred. You know? No way! Yeah. Shit! Holy fuck! Um. Uh, I'm, I might be a little exaggerated, but well over 50 for Yeah, I'd sure. say 50. Yeah, well over 50. Wow. But but you got to understand, you never really know how long you're going to be housed with one of those people. Right. You can be, uh, you can be, I've seen people be together for seven years. I've seen people be together for a uh, day. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. Yeah, so. Damn. And what, what is it, uh, what, why the change? It's, it's, it's so random, bro. And so okay. many different variables you that can't, affect You that. can't predict it. No. Gotcha. Some people can actually, you can actually even be requested to move. You can refuse housing. You can, uh. Make them change. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so so just to be good on time, to fast forward, you get out. This the, this the, I told you when you were cutting my hair today. I was like, this to me is the craziest part of this whole bitch. So you finally out, and one of your cellmates says, "I know somebody that will take you in." You don't know this person. No, no, no. He wasn't my cellmate, but, but I, yeah, your yeah, boy. Yeah. You. So he says, "Hey, I got this female in Corpus." You don't know her. She don't know you, but she got you. And you took them up on this. You're like, all right, fuck it, for sure. Because I, you obviously need to play stay. Like, why Why you had to go to Corpus? Um, No, that was the second time, remember. Okay, first time was back in San Antonio. Let's stay yeah. there. Yeah. So you get out of prison. How long until you go back into prison? Uh, when I got out of prison the first time, I did seven years on that eight-year sentence. I lasted three and a half months before I went back, got another uh, five, did, did a three and a half on that five. So the 10 and a half years that I, I said that was actually so two So second, second, second offense, what'd you do there? You don't have to jump into the crazy The second offense details. was drugs. Uh, drugs. I just got okay. caught with drugs. Um, I got out with every intention in the world to, to fly straight. Right. And um, I fucked up pretty quick. I compromised those principles that I thought I was going to stand on for life. And um, What do you think uh, it was? Like you said, product of environment, like where you're living. No, it was financial. It was it was uh, financial. Trying to bounce back again. Yeah, uh, basically, it was the limitations of options in which I thought I had. Now, going back to the philosophical aspect of it, I always tell people, bro, and this is what I this is where I need to practice what I preach. You only run out of options when you stop looking for them. In other words, keep looking, bro, because there are other alternatives and options. So the only limited options I thought I had, I resorted back to, and that's what most people will do. You always resort back to what you think you know. And um, instead of, you know, being patient and persevering and, and, you know, yeah, I messed up. But um, as far as the other one, bro, I had um, did, I had already got set off three times a year, a year, a year, each year thinking that, damn, this might be it, you know? Like but, for parole? Yeah, for parole. Right. And, uh, and by the third year, mind you, my mom had actually passed away uh, the first time I got, she had got passed away five years into my sentence. So, do you get to leave for the day to I, go to her funeral? Uh, some people do. Not everybody does. Okay. And um, that's also circumstantial. I did not get to go to my mom's funeral. I had did five years when I found out she passed away. I had already got set off one time. Um, I, I found out she got passed away when I got set, set off the second time. And I didn't get set off again for the third time. When you say set but, off, what does that mean? Set off means... When you're finally eligible for parole, you see them, but then they decide and they say no. Oh, Boom, that's you. a set off. Okay. Yeah, okay. That's a set off. So set you off. Parole set right. you off. Right. Anyways, uh, by by the seventh year mark, I already care what my 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 myself the attitude like. Fuck it. it Fuck it. I'm already, I don't I'm even already care. Here. They right. give it to me. They give it to right. you. If not. I'm already I'm out the, the door. By the time here. I get out, I won't even have to deal with parole. Right. You Fuck know? it. So uh, I'm with you. So um, 
You almost don't want but it. I, but I was still kind of desperate, though. I'm, I'm, I'm fed up with the no's. I'm fed up with the set-offs. Uh, and, and actually, I, I, after three set-offs, I got granted parole. They gave me an FI-1, okay? FI-1 means you're, you are to be released immediately out of any other type of parole decision they can give you. That's the best one they can give you. Why? Because you're, you're going to be in the world fast before you know it. And after having to do seven years, all of a sudden, here I am thinking, damn, I'm about to be out within 45 days. Okay, well, mind you, I'm sitting there two months already past the 45 day mark. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? They call me back up to the parole office and say, unfortunately, we um, we apologize. But unfortunately, the parole address, which was accepted at, um, when you hit come up for parole, is no longer um, eligible. Is no longer, um, they no longer accept it. Uh, so the halfway house, you're going to have to find another address. Mind you, my mom had passed away. So when she passed away, everything had changed. So after that, I had to look for halfway houses that would possibly accept me. But this could so be anywhere in Texas. You anywhere could in Texas. No, okay. anywhere in Texas. Uh, so you're going to shoot your shot. You're going to uh, write all these halfway houses, see if they accept you. Um, for the ones that do accept you, they send you an acceptance letter. That's the one that you present to the parole board. When the parole board sees you, you give that to them and then they'll, they'll push it through. Right. Uh, mindset went through. I got granted, but then some, suddenly it changed. So now I'm without an address, but I still sitting on parole. So I'm a sitting duck, you know? I'm saying right, like right, right. like okay so all i need to release me is an address that's when i get become desperate i and because i'm a barber i got the keys to the city i, I can go all around the unit it's a 1300 man unit i'm one man but with a lot of influence bro i'm a barber so man i cut a lot of heads i'm probably pushing at least 50 to 100 50 to 100 haircuts no 50 to 70 easy a week so, so i'm cutting a lot right um, i'm right now here in the world i'm only averaging about 60 a month you know, right. so I, 50, I, cut, a I cut a lot of people, bro, like 200 a week. Uh, no, no, 200 a month. Anyways, um, out of all these people, bro, and mostly from my city, you got to narrow it down. So from San Antonio, here I am looking for an address. So I go offer. I have nothing but my word. But is it? Does it have, I have to no be a halfway house or could it be a family? No, member? it can be it can be an address, period. Um, period but the, but right the halfway right. houses are usually only um, um, if you don't have people, nothing. Exactly. Gotcha. So so after the halfway house got rejected. I started telling people, bro, hey, man, man, I ain't, got, I ain't gonna lie to you. I got $500, bro, and, and, and you know me already. You, you see how I carry myself in here. Um, I, I'm a man of my word. $500. All you have is my word to go off of. I can guarantee you it'll be deposited within your books two months upon my release. Just give me two months. And, um, and I shot my shot, bro, until one person finally bit, my boy Gato uh, on Briscoe Unit. Shout out to my boy Gato. My boy Gato. Hey, uh, he, he ended up getting a ride. He's no longer on Briscoe Unit. He's probably out of now. I'm, I, I would like to uh, find him. Facebook, bro. Anyways, no, nah, but I, I, I forgot his name. Anyways, uh, <laughs> just type in Gato. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, Gato, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, my boy, though, good, man, good people, bro. He, he said, man, I got a friend. Let me see what she says. So he writes her. He, he writes me back. He said, hey, man. Just pen and she, paper? Pen and writes? paper. Pen and paper. Right, okay. So we wait, you know, however long two, it takes, yeah. a week or two. Now, you, 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 you throw it in the air. You, I'm doing what I do. Next thing I know, he come back. He said, hey, man. She said, yeah. I said, bet. She shot me an introductory letter. I read it. She said, I'm single, three kids. Uh, I stay on the west side. Staple job, nine to five. Friday, San Antonio. Friday, San Antonio. I said, bet. So when I finally get released, the address goes through. Boom. Next thing you know, I submitted to the pro board. They said, all right. So now I just sit it up. Chain, gone. So I, I come home, San Antonio. My sister picks me up from the Greyhound, drops me off at this stranger's house who I had no idea, who I've never met before in my life. I showed up to her doorstep. Just got the introductory letter. Yeah, I just got, I showed up to her doorstep, knock on her door. Um, shake her hand. How you doing? I'm Andre. She says, "Hi, Adriana. Uh, come inside, meet the kids." Yeah, that's real quick. Time out, because this we're gonna take this a little off the rails. One to ten, where she land at? <laughs> come on. Oh my god. I hope she never sees this. <laughs> uh, hey, bro, she weighs three hundred plus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Cute face on. No, 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 cute face. Okay, okay. So tell me, real quick. So do you, like, this is the funniest part. Like, so are you thinking right now, like, like, I'm about to dive in? No. No, like, she's expecting a relationship. She's expecting us to fuck. She's, there's no, like, where are you at here? Like, you walk into her house. Are you thinking, like, I owe her some dick? Like, where are we at? There's a lot of speculations there, but, um. Or, or, time out, does she think? He's gonna move in and be my new boo. Bro, you never really know what to tell in a situation like that. You just kind of keep going with the flow. You know, you ride the wave and um, just if, finesse a little if, bit. If it feels right, it feels right. You know what I'm saying? Like I say, you put any two people together long enough. Um, <laughs> I it, it depends though. You know, it depends on a lot because yeah. some people just are very repulsed by another. Um, but the type of person I am, bro. Um, you gave in? No, not I didn't give in. It was too easy, bro. You see all the signals, you know? Yeah. It's just like, next thing you know, she's uh, like laying on the same bed as me at night, like like just talking, and then it's just one thing leads to another. Right, know? but like, so she's thinking she got a fucking uh, she snack, takes me, She takes bro. me to a bar. She's buying the rounds, you yeah, know? Yeah, she got a dancing, snack, you know? bro. Yeah, but, it, but it, it's a slow build, bro. It didn't happen right away. I probably didn't uh, dive in until... A couple months. A couple weeks. A couple you know? weeks. Yeah, because yeah, I, yeah. I did a couple months. Oh, for but, sure. Yeah. You know, so so you get you you go back to prison, this time three and a half years, right? Yes. Where, I, I was I was expect after I already got in trouble sitting in the cop car as I'm as I'm looking towards the future I had expected myself to only do two but yeah I did three and so a half. You, so you served more both times so you got fucked both times uh-huh. right? Yeah. First time probation seven years second time ah, I get about two you get three. Yeah. Where's your head at this time? Is it like, because you, cause you told me like you thought maybe four, you thought probation, then you thought four, five, six, seven. So you finally got out in the seventh year. Like, are you thinking like, okay, I got three, maybe it could stretch out longer. This is this is a piece of cake because I've already served seven. Or like, man, I got to serve three more. Like, where's your head at? You, you pissed off? You thinking that this is a piece of cakewalk? Where well, are we at? Well, first of all, uh, prison, after you have already done as long as, as, as much time as I had already did the first time, um, have been able to survive and thrive and knowing what the, what it's already like um, it was a piece of cake right uh, I knew what to expect already the second right. time did you but, go to a different prison same prison uh, no different okay. um, a lot of times they will shoot you back to the same one though first one where'd you go what the city? first one uh, well I've been to several different facilities bro I went from I've been to Briscoe unit in Dilly Texas I've been to Dilly okay I've been to Willisie unit in Brownsville Texas I've been to there's one in Bastrop in the it? valley uh, there's a bro there's a oh, okay. there's over 110 prison systems in the state of Texas oh shit okay yeah. okay and um and that's just state right okay damn um I had <sighs> okay piece of cake um I knew exactly what to expect every time I went on that bus handcuffed to another person uh, to another destination it didn't matter like I already saw this coming I, I saw it already I, I saw myself I, I like I already seen the future all I'm doing is putting one foot in front of the other until it's time to release right, and when it's right, time to release right. I'm like a slingshot <sighs> you know what I'm saying Ready with the go. type of momentum but you gotta understand thinking about slingshots it's almost like you reach a certain plateau and then, right. you know what I'm saying right. so you gotta continue to push yourself and drive yourself that, that's where so I'm again I'm pretty sure the, same, the second stint was close to the first one you get out for the second time Okay. Now this is this is where Things not necessarily changed. where yeah this is not necessarily where I come in the picture but this is kind of where I can see the individual that you are now because you said it things have changed what made that and you talked about the whole like well you, you just looked for different options you know you didn't quit looking for opportunities this time right like is that something that was in your head the second time like fuck I can't continue to depend on the shit that I used to get money making 
I got to look at different hustles. Like, did you take a barber? Like, your your cutting more importantly? Did you like what made the switch hit the second time rather than the first? Okay. Um. Well, the first time. Well, mind you, like I said, I've been cutting hair since I was fourteen. So when I got out the second time, uh, the first time I was twenty seven. Did another three and a half. When I got out the second time, I was already thirty one. Um, at the age of, well, in my late twenties, um, after the second, after being in there for the second stint, I had already started really thinking and contemplating, bro. And I, I started like as much as I was cutting hair, I started finally thinking of possibly making this uh, a career. And as much as I've cut, as good as I've become, um, I still never really con- uh, took any consider- serious consideration uh, towards that or of that. So this was just a sudden um, desire. That, that 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 was brought upon me anyways I got out with uh, basically I started planning while I was locked up and everything that I have planned for since I've been out I have uh, accomplished uh, I have pretty much accomplished everything there's still um, a few but for the most part bro I've only been out a little over two years right now and um I have seen a lot of things come into fruition and now, do uh, you ever get like uh maybe not now because you're actually I mean I, I'm gonna go ahead and call you an accomplished barber you have consistent clientele you, I mean you got your own crib you, you pay your own shit so like you're doing a good job but like when you're considered a felon and you don't have as many options when it comes to employment does that ever bum you out or do you know that like you said you have your own lane that you'll be good actually uh, that's funny because at times as a barber I'm gonna tell you right now as a barber or a hairstylist or anybody in a, a relative um, pr- profession <sighs> As far as income, bro, it, that's never really too consistent. Um, what I've learned to do, what I've learned uh, could possibly be effective is keeping a track record of um, everything you possibly can and um, identifying patterns. And um, and like I said, you're not getting a set amount of money per month or per week. So, so as, as long as you're averaging um, a certain amount, you should be okay, you know, considering your monthly expenses. Anyways, um, that those are some of the things that I had taught myself. So it's, it's very self-educated in prison. I, I read a lot, bro. I spent a lot of money or a lot of my own money. Well, not my money, but my mom's money. And a lot of my own money afterwards because I learned how to hustle in there, bro. I, I would play poker. I would cut hair. I had I had a mean hustle. I would eventually accumulate so much commissary that I would convert it into cash in my books. And eventually got to a point where I was saving to where when I got out, I, I had some money. Hey, you he got saying? so much hustle that he said he'd play me in a basketball game and a loser pays for the haircut or a free cut, right? Double cuts or a free cut? First to 15, one-on-one. If you can beat me, that's a free cut. But you know what? Like, he's 5'9", I'm 5', close to 5'11". I I have to weigh him by at least 30, 40 pounds. (laughs) (laughs) At least. And I'm thinking it's a cakewalk, but did you play a lot while you were in the in the prison, bro, like I, as a kid? Bro, like, I've been playing since before prison, right? Uh, so yeah. you just been a but it, even in prison, bro, I pissed a lot of people off because I was that good, you know? Because <laughs> I'm thinking, it, it, like, hear me out. I'm like, shit. Like I used to play, like literally since second grade. I'm like, I could probably beat him, but I think you're a little schemer, bro. I feel like you 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 show up to the court and just fucking ball the fuck out. The pull shark too. <laughs> They don't have pool tables in prison, though. No, right? they don't. No, they okay, don't. okay. So, you, no. like, okay, so uh, poker, cutting, what chess. other kind of specialty? Chess, yeah, like checkers. Is there like spades, bro? Spades, okay. Man, people who can play good spades are a diamond does. You got okay. a lot of good spades pair up. That's not a, really a skill, right? But poker is most definitely. Um, hold them, text cu- hold them. Cutting hair, hold them. Omaha. Okay. Uh, you, you would you ever be interested in going to a poker t- hall? 
I'm ready right now. I I, I go. I'm ready right I now. Go. I'm ready right now. I will withdraw like you know, all my money from my savings right no, now. No, like you'd realize that there's poker halls, right? In yes, and I've, I've been dying I'll for the chance. You. I swear to God. Bro, I get notifications every single I day. I promise you. I'm talking about like for real. I promise you I will clean slate, bro. No, I well, promise you. Well, let's, let's, let's plan it. I'm telling you. I think I think the minimum is like $100 buy-in. Uh, easy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy. I promise you, you bro, I will buy my house. I will buy everything I thought of. You know, like, it, it would all come that much I faster. Mean, I hate to like, I feel like I, I'm, I'm like talking shit, right? Like, you know, the bluffing and the betting and folding and like you get the game of poker to the T. There's nothing you can tell me about poker I don't already know. I, I could actually educate even the most expert poker player a, a lot about the game. Look, I'm telling you, you don't just play the cards. You this play is the, fun you fact You me. don't play the cards, you play the people too. Like, oh, like, okay, yes. Um, Bluffing is a very big part of the game. Right. Um, people, Absolutely. People have to know that 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 uh, you lie. You know. People have to know that you don't always tell the truth. Right. You know. So it, but it's you funny. Play. I I I play. Like and you I, enjoy. I I enjoy. I I enjoy beating the best. Right. Yes. Okay. Yes. So you'll be willing to go. Uh, I'm I'm more than willing. Okay. Yeah. We'll have to set that up. I'm soon. more than willing. <laughs> we'll have to set that up soon. Yeah. Hundred dollar buy-in. Maybe we'll figure it out. Easy, man. All right. Well, there you go. I, okay, get, so, I, I guarantee you. Mark my words. Uh, if ever there is another podcast, money. If ever there isn't, oh, I know I can make some money. I made a lot of money in prison alone. Like, like, let's just show you. Like a hundred dollar buy-in. If you're as good as I was, that trust me, bro. I know. Thousands. I know what it is. I turned two dollars in prison into over two hundred dollars, and that's a lot of currency. Oh, when you when you no. consider no, when you consider the 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 the, the ratio in comparison, like to the currencies from out here in the world, every dollar in there is like. Ten dollars out here, so hundred dollars in there is like a thousand dollars out here. Right. So I would turn two two dollars, which is like twenty in here, to like over two hundred, which is over two thousand in here. You right. Know what I'm saying? Right. Right. So get it? Yeah. So I take you, man. I'm curious. I sit at the same table with you because I I tell if you're as lying too, bro. Um, no, you really won't because because I'll lie to you. And Are then, you a vocal no, player? No. Like, hey, I got, I got I, this. I, I, I don't know. I, I can be bold, bro. I, you got to understand. It's all psychological, bro. That's the reason right. why I'm so good at chess. Because you have to literally look. You have to understand, first of all, that everybody's different. So you have to literally look for uh, the characteristics yeah, the, of the players. No, not just the characteristics, but the different things that can... That that are called tell signs. They give they give up. Um, they give a certain... They give in. No, like signs. Like, for example, tell signs is like a twitch in the eye or like a... You know, a little... Any little... Um, you're studying this body as you're language from the jump um, firsthand. Um, kind of, sort of, yes. Um, for the most part, that's not the only thing you're you're focused on. You're just kind of like going with the flow. It's kind of like feel. You gotta understand. Back in the day, I've read uh books by uh, like Sun Tzu, The Art of War. Um, mm-hmm. that one, bro. He he talks about standing on a, on a, on a, on a on a piece of land like a terrain, and just when the wind blows um a certain way, when it just feels a certain way, like that's when the army's coming, and it's just like 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 you know, even though you can't see him within sight. Right. You just know, right. okay, it's coming. Like right. so, basically, circumstances will align themselves. Uh, things, we gotta go. You know, we gotta I promise go. you. Hey, um, I just I like to get to I, when I go into explanatory explanatory detail. The casinos in Eagle Pass. I don't care where we go as long as I can as long as I get to a table as long as I get to yes. a table. I don't yeah, care where we go yeah. who's there. I promise you. Yeah. I don't care where we go or who's there. We gotta I'm we there. gotta make this a day. I'm serious. Swear to God, we gotta I'm, make this a day. I'm, I'm dead serious. We can go to Eagle Pass or there's some hey, places here. In I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna let you know right now though. If I if I start playing poker, and 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 it. it being able to play poker uh, is able to uh, be consistent for me. I probably wouldn't even cut hair no more. That's I'm how. That's you, how. That's how lucrative it but bro, is. That's exactly what well, no. I was telling you. Like, like I have a friend that plays full time poker and makes thousands 
a month. Thousands. Easy. Bro, hey. let me tell you something. When I start, no, trust me, it, like there's no limit. I will become a millionaire within a, within but why, a year. But why haven't you thought about that then? No, I have. I have. It's just that I have, like, it's kind of like I'm simultaneously trying to reach my goals and strat uh, uh, strat strategically apportion my money to everywhere it needs to go that... Um, as far as like just side money and savings, I don't really have the means to, to go play, get it? But every now and then I'll have a few, I'll, I'll be sitting on a couple thousand, but even still it's like my first mind isn't to go play poker, you see what I'm saying? Right. Uh, so, but but I, although I could, it's just that all, at the same time, I don't, I don't I have no idea as to where it's at. Right. You see what I'm saying? Because I have conversations with people and you. we talk it all, but I don't want to give myself off like like I'm that, I'm that nigga, like right. I promise you. Right. Because if I, I if I come off too comfy, and arrogant, I don't want to push them away. I want them to kind of like lure, feel like they're luring me in. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. So like, it's, trust me, bro. Uh, I just haven't had a. I just haven't known of a. Let's spot. go. I, I haven't known you. of a spot. I'll take you. Yeah. I swear. You, mark my words. I'll take you. Um. So just to wrap this up uh, a little bit because I know we're running short on time. You get out the second time. Um. How long have you been out the second time? Right now, over two years. Over two years. So I've known you for about a year. Yes. So when I met this guy, man, um, this is this is me talking a little bit of shit, but I'm just being honest. I come up and and I'm, I I pull his information off book. See, we talk about this, and, and I don't give a fuck. By the way, like to be honest with you, um, it was a little bit more intriguing to me. Like I just assumed that I was going to go to a a, a salon or some shit like that. You would ping me. He's like, nah, I'm at my crib, of course, because of COVID. I'm like, cool. Was it, was it here? Yeah. Okay, so this is the first time you right. came? Okay. So when I got here. That's funny. Bro, he had a fully furnished apartment. And you had the littlest corner of the uh, of the apartment. Yes, yes. You just literally had a chair. Yes. A dresser and a chair. I'm looking was at Was it now. the black chair? It was before this I'll one? I'll say it was before this chair. Yeah. It was a, a regular-ass black chair. Maybe you had the mirror. But it was fucking basic. And you told me that day we talked about pretty much this entire conversation that me and you having right it's now. Just temporary, bro. Like yeah, and you told me like, dog, this is temporary. He's like, watch, watch this, watch me come up. I promise you, this is gonna be this, this. Bro, you got fucking uh, what are these ring lights? Huge because ring lights. Because I know how to manage money, bro. And that's another thing I did teach myself: financing, accounting. That's kind of like what I was gonna get into uh, when I was talking about um, the prison life. Right, um, bro. I know, I know, I know. I, I, I think. I feel as though I have done all I could and educated myself and the subjects that a person needs to be educated in most in order to survive and in, in, in such Real an economy as this. Yes. Right. Okay. You know but like, man, I'm looking at this place, and I think I tell you damn near every two weeks, like, dog, you got something new. Hey, you didn't have this. You didn't have that. I'll tell you. you. I'll tell you in advance too because it's almost like a like a. Uh, once I verbalize it, I have to get it. I have to. I'm the same way. Yeah, yeah you know, the same way. Like, yeah. there's one time where I just want to. I, I swear to God, it's crazy. Like, I got this wild hair up my ass randomly. It's like I want a truck, yes. and then I got obsessed, obsessed yes. with getting with that the truck. idea of getting the truck. Yes. I kept looking at trucks, looking at trucks, yeah. looking at trucks, until I'm like, fuck it, I'm just gonna get a truck. I, I gotta get a truck. Yes. I get a truck. Yes. Like you get obsessed with this idea of of a thing, and then you make it happen, regardless of means, regardless of what you you fucking make it happen. Exactly. And I've seen when this that for a when that beca- year. When anything becomes your central focus. That's it. Yes. That's it. Yes. And like, man, like, from from one dude to another, man, I'm super proud of you. Like, legit. Like, when I hear your story, when I hear like, like, I, I was telling my mom, I was I was hyping you in front of my mom. I didn't tell her you were my barber. I didn't tell her you were my boy. I didn't tell her none of that. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go interview this guy that uh had been in prison twice. She's like, oh my god, Jonathan, you better not. I'm like, nah, mom, we're good, we're good, we're good. She's like, she's like, are you like? I was like, mom, we're good. I'm telling you, I'm about these streets, baby. 
not do this. And she's like, John, you better. And I'm like, I'm good. I promise. But like, uh, like all jokes aside, like I've known you for a while now. And like the first time I talked to you, like we, we, we conversated really well. And like, I told myself like, cause man, it was, it was a weird time. Like even I bet for you, but even for me, like this whole COVID shit, especially caught us off guard. Like I'm not used to like not the barber shops not being open. Like I, I had my own barber that I had went to for a long ass time that just wasn't cutting. And I didn't know him on a personal level to be like, Hey, you're cutting at your house. You're not cutting at your house. So like when I, when I reached out to you, man, we kind of bonded and we're like, we, we conversated where I was like, man, you know what? Even when, and I, I don't want to like say this, like I'm shitting on you, but like kind of, kind of what I'm telling you, like I live on the other side of town. There's a bazillion barbershops closer to where I'm going now. But I still choose to go here, A, because he got the motherfucking most fire fucking cuts in San Antonio. Quit fucking playing with me. I see all this shit on Instagram. It's like, oh, my barber. You ain't fucking with my barber. That's for one. (laughs) For one, you ain't fucking with my barber. I had this guy, uh, shout out to my boy Chris. He's been going to the same fucking barber for years. For years. Not, Not the same barber shop. The same fucking lady cut his hair for years. And I was like, bro, you sleeping on Andre? You sleeping on Andre? One time, conflict in like scheduling. He's like, bro, is can Andre cut? I was like, bro, twenty four seven on call. You call him, he's gonna cut you up. He's like, you swear? I was like, I swear. He calls you up. Never ever has he seen that motherfucking barber again. Not again. He ain't the only one. I'm I, telling I you. got a couple clients like that. They they cheated on their barber one, and it's one done. time, and, and and that's it. Turn your neck, you dang uh-huh. missing baby. Yeah. So hey, like, that's funny. From, from like a a barber, from a barber standpoint. There's no one better. Hey, uh, from a personal standpoint, man, you're such a good dude. And so, like, that's why I started the podcast off like that. Like, you don't seem like someone that had been in prison twice for ten and a half years that served in alternative school. Like, because this is, I mean, this is what my my golden days. But I went to alternative school too. Like, and like to me, as a person, like that's somewhere I felt like I didn't belong. Like. There was a lot of people that you knew that were up to no good on a regular ass basis. Like they were there and once they got out, they were going to fuck up in school again, cuss the teacher out, do some bullshit and go right back. Like when I was in alternative school, like I was kept telling myself like, I'm, I'm not the, I'm not this type of person. Like I'm not this type, type of person that it belongs in here. And you said that you were always in there. Like, so you were just always in trouble and like, man, like the, the person that I know today, I can't see you like at the bar fucking up, like drink i don't even know but like i don't see that fucking person that i guess you once were is there like any like crazy motivation i know you have like a really good relationship with your daughter now she was here one one time i got my hair cut you got a girl now like is there a specific thing that makes you like want to stay out or do you just finally learn like man the prison life's not for me or like what keeps you like your head on a swivel Man, because every time I've seen you, I haven't hung out with you much, you know, outside of you cutting my hair. But like, seems like you're like pretty fucking on a a good path right now. Well, I'll tell you, uh, one of the strongest motivators for me is uh, freedom. Freedom to uh, be able to do a lot of things, uh, a lot of the things that you cannot do in there. Um, And what's the biggest thing that you can do now that you appreciate the most? That I can do now, the biggest thing that I can do now, phone calls, sleep, food, uh, jobs, I mean, we're, we're fucking, like, whatever the fuck. Honestly, bro, um, I think it's simply the 
the the being able to enjoy the companionship of a of a another woman uh, okay. that that one woman though um, you know that one special woman um, even though you might go through several of them but I'm talking about I'm not talking about being unfaithful and 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 and, and I'm just talking about um, the companionship uh, um, you you can't it's it's very difficult to experience that uh, on the inside as far as everything else out here man this should this is a cakewalk on the cool like I, I the thing I've learned is um. Anything the mind of man can conceive, he can achieve, and um, you just uh, need, what the you, fuck was that? you need to edu- you need <laughs> any, anything the mind of man can conceive, he can achieve. Woo! Now, you have to education is a big part of it, and being a people person, you have to. Bro. Yeah, the two things that I find are like most essential in life. So you got a girl now, um, just like just like all of us, you have ups and downs in in the relationship. It, it, you feeling like, like uh, how do I want to put this? Like, options are open. Is this like the one? Like, where are you at with her, bro? I, I love her. I love Emmy Ariagas. Grady a lot. And I met her. She she's she's a dope woman, she's man. She's a good woman. She's a good woman. She's a good woman. She has her issues, but uh, we, we all, all do. do. We all do for sure. Exactly. And um, I'm trying to be as patient and understanding as I can with her. Um. As of right now, my mind is. And she's probably focus, doing the same thing with my you mind and my focus. Yeah, her last message to me did tell me like she loves me. She really does. Oh. But her last focus. Um, I mean, actually, my. I don't know. Uh, I I just have to be patient, understanding with her, and um and allow her to um, be. Herself. Herself. Right. And you have to. Uh, the more you try to impose your will upon others, uh, the more they might resist you. you know? Right. For sure. So. And, and as a parent, you said the f- before you went in the first time you had a daughter. How did y'all keep in touch via letter? Did y'all not keep in touch at all? Like my daughter was writing me ever since she was six years old. Oh, dope! And, nice, and, uh, awesome. And I could be wrong, but I like to think that um, my writing her as often as I did um, as um, consistent. At, no, not as often as. Grammarly, grammarly, um, properly. Yeah, you etiquette. know, basically, um, as as real as I did, as, right. as, as myself, I kept it real the whole time. And when I say when I speak, I I use a large, um, I have a very wide vocabulary, so uh, I talk to her, um, with the intention of I know with the with the awareness of knowing that I'm going to include a few words that she doesn't understand, right? But I'll throw in the definition of it, so you know, what I'm saying within anyways, the letter. Yes, and uh, nice. I, I promise you, bro, I'd educate her like that. Uh, word of the day type stuff. Every nice. letter, you know. Nice. And um, bro, she's been writing me since she was six. Um, we've kept in touch, uh, um, a lot. I don't see her as much as I'd like to out here nowadays because she lives with her mom. Um, but she was here just the other day. And bro, I seen her. Yeah. We uh, we, no, just the other day, literally. Oh. Okay. Like uh, two days. Uh, what was it? What's today? Wednesday. She was here Sunday. Nice. And um, and bro, um, it's great. She's almost fifteen. Beautiful girl. Smart. Looks just like you, by the way. Smart. Everybody says that. Yeah. yeah. Little twin. It, it was nice to see, man. She was here, and she was like, my dad's going to take me to, to Kane's. Hey, you know what she did recently? She promoted me on her Instagram. She said she got a lot. She said she had, she put one post on TikTok. No, it was TikTok, I think. She put one post on TikTok that had like 20-something thousand views. You know what I'm saying? No. Yes, I Can said, Can she what? promote the podcast, though? Uh, 
No, but uh, man, that must be good a good feeling for a parent, right? Like, a very good as, as a parent, like I'm a parent, you're a parent. Like, is there is there something that you feel like you owe or lost time? Is there something like every day you're making it a commitment, or you just know within time things I, will get normal? I feel like the only thing uh, that's worth giving, um, because I, I could give a lot, but the only thing that's worth giving, bro, is is um that sincerity, that genuineness, that realness. Right. You know what I'm saying? I can only be real with her. Keep it real. No filters. 100%. You know what I'm saying? Uh, my daughter, uh, anytime she asks a question, I'll answer in, 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 in so great detail. And, um, truthless. Yeah. What's possible. And um, basically, uh, attention, you know, um, it's funny because I bought her a phone, paid the bill every month with the intention of um, Having her be able to answer it and message me every time I I do so right. or vice versa, right. but it's not like that. You not know? at all. Yeah, they get they uh, they barely have time for you because yeah. life is hitting them. Yeah. So I can hit you at, at their yeah. age, you know. So it's whatever. But you know, um, the one thing I find very um, gratifying is is um, how life tends to throw everything your way, and you're not always quite prepared for it. You know, like opportunities, no, oppor- everything, opportunities, um, adversity, you know, um, trials, tribulations, blessings, uh, everything, bro. Uh, everything has its counterpart, you know, for every good, there's a bad, there's not one without the other. If you haven't right. experienced pain, you don't know what love is. If you don't, if you haven't experienced love, you don't, you know, if, I, if you haven't, if you don't know, if you've never been, if you've only been up, how do you know what down is? You see what I'm saying? Right, right. And, and that goes for everything. So, man, what, what was neat about this is when I told him I wanted to get him on the podcast, you weren't even aware of what a podcast was. No, I actually... Still I don't to even know. You said you haven't listened to one. I haven't. I have a... Temp, I got this app on my phone that says podcast. I've clicked on it once, uh, but I can't seem to find what it is that I'm looking for, like, as far as my where my interests lie. So, I've never really delved too deep into that. I actually probably even ever opened TikTok up maybe once or twice. I can tell you what your interest on wax the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but how do I find it? I gotta answer that. Yeah, what, what's your phone? We'll do right. it right now. He's gonna stop recording. We finna find him on wax the podcast. We finna finna get one more listener right now. Podcast Go to your right podcast. Yet? Oh man, type in on wax. This is gonna be too easy, guys. I, I, this is a tutorial for all of you guys. He has an iPhone. Uh-huh. He types in the uh, okay search on wax on wax. That should be it on wax. Uh, that one. Any of them, baby. The first one. Let's go. <laughs> Type just there you That's go. It. There you so type what? it. So what? Type so click what? it. Oh, what? And if then, I click right it, it was the wrong one. Yeah, right now. Uh, scroll down. Scroll down. Uh, go up. There should be a subscribe button unless I already made you subscribe. One of my favorite podcasts. Subscribe probably right here. Oh, right there. Let's do it. Follow. Just type follow. Oh shit! Oh, when I do copy. Okay, follow. There you go, sir. Like as of right now, you're gonna be be able to. Uh, this is the first podcast I've ever followed. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And if oh, you man. haven't followed the podcast, for sure follow us, man. Real quick though, like uh, just to wrap this up, man. Um, is there like any like final thoughts of anybody that's like feeling down, feeling like they can't achieve shit, feeling uh, like what's some like words that you would tell anybody? Like any any final thoughts that you would just want to get off your chest that you would just want to end the podcast with? Okay. It is never over until it's over. That means if your heart is still pumping, it isn't over. Okay. And if you say you want something, but don't end up getting it, 
then obviously you didn't want that as bad as you had claimed. Right. That's it. Let me ask you another question, just because you, you had mentioned something. I just want your insight on this. What's your, like, we'll, we'll talk, I guess, may, probably while in prison, but maybe maybe outside of prison, relationships, family. Uh, you had mentioned the death of your mother. I'm sorry for your loss. Like, what's your thoughts on, and have you ever considered suicide? Have I ever considered suicide? Actually, I have thought on the subject. Um, While in prison, or what made you go that? No, no, probably not. That's what I'm saying. It uh, doesn't have to be prison. Um, because I've actually witnessed somebody commit suicide right before my eyes. I saw in them, prison. Yes, but I didn't see him commit the act. I saw them take his body out of the cell, lay it, lay his dead, lifeless body on the on the on the floor. Wait for the freaking paramedics to get there. Watch uh, thirty ordinary uh, s- uh, free free world civilians come inside and carry about their their business lollygagging and, and laughing like as if this is just another day, you know? Um, it's, it's pretty interesting. I was sitting in the county jail. But uh, as far as to answer your question, suicide, um, I have thought about it. I thought it to be a very selfish thing for some people to do, but sometimes I have uh, um, felt, I have exp- felt those feelings that, that make a person um, not want to deal with or tolerate the pain that they're going through anymore. Um, and, Suicide is usually uh, supposed to be like a last resort, um, but I don't think that was that is something I would ever do. I I I would not um, pull the cord on my own life. Right. I I I I wouldn't give another person, another thing, another entity, or or diet deity deity um, that satisfaction. I'm going to live it and ride this all the way out to the end, as long Take as I can. Stops. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Exactly. Man. Look at the time. You said you, you got you got another cut, so I should I should wrap this up, man. But um, just to wrap it up, man, I told you I've been wanting to get you on. I think this is dope, man. I thought I thought it went well. We gotta get you back on, by the way. I feel I feel like we checked all the boxes that I told you yeah. we were going to check. Yeah. But there's so much more, obviously, that the, you know the whole because the stories continue right, continuing right. to be written. And, yes. and you said yes. that earlier. Yes. Yeah. I mean. The books is still getting written. We're <laughs> exactly. talking, you know, we're most on definitely. the most recent chapters. It's like a, a reality TV show or whatever the case is. We got more episodes to come, obviously. But, um, man, like, again, I, I said this already, but, like, you're such a good dude, man. I'm so glad that you're doing well. Every time that I come, every two weeks, I see something new in here, man. It really fills my heart because I, I know that you, you know, your, your vision is not blurry. You, you're walking down a straight path, man. It makes me proud considering that it hasn't always been the case. Correct. Thank you for that. Yes, sir. Well, I appreciate it, bro. All right, bro. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a while.